Jesus asked us to marry him, right? And many of us said, yes, said, yes, yes, Jesus, I'll marry you. But then we're off dating other men um, or women and, you know, by putting things before him and not really giving him time or attention or really getting to know that man that we want to move in with. Hi, I'm Lee. I'm so happy that you're here today. We're going to continue to talk about getting ready for Jesus. And I was just thinking a few minutes ago how when this will be over, that we don't get up every day, I don't get up every day and hear a word from the Lord about getting ready and how we're going to be ready. The season will end at at some point. He will have come and will be on a new season. We're going to be with him. We're going to live with him in the new heaven and the new earth. And so until that day, we're going to just continue to hear him and know how to be ready. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you for teaching us, acknowledging us. We thank you that it's not, you're not willing that one of us should perish. And that's why you keep reaching out to us day after day preparing us to stand before you. We love you. We praise you. Give you all the glory. And so he was talking to me this morning about something he said to me a while back, and you probably heard me say it over and over again, but he said, he said, my children think that they're going to move in with me one day, but still, still here and right now, they're not in agreement with me. Some of them don't really even like me. And don't have time for me. And still they think that day they're going to move in with going to move in with me, he said. And so um, I was thinking about this morning um, one way to, to look at um, Jesus waiting for us to get ready and how we don't consider what he's thinking or how he's feeling like, you know, if you spend your whole life here just thinking, well, you know, when that time comes, I'll make that decision. Or when, when you find out that um, he's coming and the earth is going to burn and you don't have any other choice but to choose him. So he would be like, okay, well, I don't have any other choice. So I'm going to choose you. Kind of like, if you invited someone to a prom, to the prom, um, and they said, well, I'll get back to you. And you knew that they were really saying, well, if I have no other better choice, then yeah, I'll go. But for now, don't plan on it. And then that day comes and that person that they wanted to go to the prom with let them down. And so now you're good enough. And so now you're saying, okay, I'll go to the prom with you at the last minute. And then I was thinking about Jesus, how he said to us, will you marry me? And we said, yes, Lord, I'll marry you. But then along the way, we start dating other men, other women, you know, having things before him, not having time for him. And um, maybe you could think of it as, not getting ready for the rehearsal because as we're getting ready to marry Jesus, 
we have to let him recreate us in his likeness so we can be that bride without spot or wrinkle. But many, they don't have time for that. And then, you know, so Jesus is waiting. He's in love with us. He gave his life for us. And it's time. He's here and he's standing at the altar waiting for us. And here we are at the last minute saying, oh yeah, even though you didn't show up for rehearsal, you show up at the wedding as if you're going to marry him, but you never got ready. You, you never were recreated in his likeness so that you can fit into his kingdom. It was all a last minute thing. And he hurts to know that that's what we're doing. We're just thinking, well, at the last minute, you know, well, there, there's no other choice. The earth is going to burn, and if I don't choose Jesus, I'll live for eternity with him, with, with the enemy. I'll live, I'll, 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 I'll live in hell forever. I won't be able to live with Jesus. You know, he does not want to be a last-minute choice. He doesn't. He wants you to choose him now. He wants you to be excited about getting married to him. He wants you to be excited about getting ready to move in with him. You know, just like when you fall in love with someone, you can't wait that, that whole year that you plan to get married to that person. As it's going by, you can't wait. But at the same time, you're so busy getting ready and getting to know that person. But it's the most exciting time ever. I was watching um, shorts the other day. I like to do that. And um, I have, well, mine come up that are about God. And, and there is this man, or he just actually looked like a young boy. And he was being recorded as he watched his bride come, or even before, and he was crying the whole time. He was wiping his eyes. He was taking deep breaths. It was so sweet. It was so adorable. It was so adorable. And I just thought, wow, to, to be that excited, to be that, ha that, that happy, to marry someone. That's what Jesus wants. He wants you to be, he wants to take your breath away. He wants you to be that excited that when you stand before him, you know that you're going to spend eternity with him. But we can't get to that place if we don't give him the time and attention that we need to to get to know him, to know that he is our one and only, that he's the one. We, if we don't give him that time and attention, if we don't give him the time of day, if we don't come to rehearsal, how are we going to even know? We're not going to know him. And we talked yesterday about we don't know him. We're going to perish because we're not going to have the knowledge. We're not going to know him. We can't wait till the last minute and say, okay, I choose you because there's no other choice. How heartbreaking is that? Think of him being that one crying, so excited that you're coming down that aisle. 
that you said yes to him, that you were faithful to him, that you even look like him. And, and he's waiting and waiting, but you never come. You never walk down that aisle. When I was in heaven with Jesus, I was sitting at the banquet table with him. There's hardly anybody there. He's waiting for his bride to get ready. And can you imagine just a few coming down that aisle? I always think of the Cinderella story. The king was having a ball. Everybody was excited to marry the prince. Everybody in the land came. But when it comes to Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, no one's getting ready. No one's excited. No one has, not no one, but not a few. Just few on the narrow path. Few have taken the time to get to know him. To walk down that narrow path. To know that this will be the most exciting day of your life. You don't know that because you don't have eyes to see or ears to hear because you didn't make, make that choice. You have to make the choice. The choice isn't going to be made for you. You have to make it. You have to decide you're going to follow Jesus. You're going to find out who he is. Not everyone who calls me Lord, you can't just call him Lord and not find out who he is. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And you can't do his will if you don't know him, if you don't know what his will is. It's not just knowing like a couple of verses out of the Bible. It's not just knowing of him or a few things that he said. It's not guessing, repeating what someone else said, but it's actually getting to know him and falling in love with him. You don't get married to someone you don't know. You don't take someone else's word or, oh yeah, he's a nice guy, you should marry him. Um, when you, when you, whenever you decide, he'll just always be there for you. That, that's not how it is. He doesn't want to be your last-minute decision. He doesn't want you to get to know him through someone else. When he gave his life, God promised the Holy Spirit, his Spirit, to come and live on the inside of us so that we could be with him all the time, so he could be with us all the time. So we have no excuse not to get to know him. He promised to come and live on the inside of us. Never leave us or forsake us. Remind us of the things that he said and tell us things to come. He's telling us things to come. He's coming. And we're not getting ready. And that so saddens him that we don't believe enough. We don't believe enough that we're not even getting ready. Do we not believe there's going to be a wedding? If you don't believe there's going to be a wedding, there is not going to be a wedding. So think about it. If you were a last-minute choice, well, my date didn't show up, so do you want to go with me? Well, I mean, nothing else is happening, so you want to hang out? 
And then you, you hang out. She says, sure, I'll hang out with you. And then all of a sudden, all this other exciting stuff comes up and you're like, oh, wait, I got to go. You know, I used to do that and I didn't realize I was doing that. Jesus was wanting me to know him intimately and I was putting things aside for him. But then all of a sudden, somebody would show up at my door or somebody would need me. And it wasn't like an urgent kind of thing, but I put that person, those people first, and then I I dropped what I was going to do with Jesus, the plans that I had, and I went and did with that other person. And Jesus said, oh, you so easily put me second, third. We had plans. We had this, we had intentions. And as soon as something else came up better, I looked to him like, right? To the other person like, well, this is better than what I was going to do, so I'll just do it. Or do we care more about that person than we do Jesus? And that's where I was at. I was like, well, okay. I mean, Jesus, Jesus is here, but he's not here in the physical. And, and you know, how can I send this person away when they, they just showed up? And so I had to learn that he was jealous. And you have to learn that he's jealous. He doesn't want a, a last minute date. He doesn't want to marry you at the last minute. He wants to plan it. He, he needs you to know who he is. He wants to know he can trust you. He wants you to know that he can trust you. He he wanted me to know that I was dropping him for someone else. I was dating other men. I said, yes, I'll go for you. Yes, I want to marry you. Yes, I'll do anything for you. But somebody else shows up. Something else is happening. And instead of telling them no, I told Jesus no. And that's what we're doing. He said, he warned us, he's coming, the earth is going to burn, and yet still, many are just messing around, not getting ready, not taking him seriously. And then on that day, they're going to say, but, but Jesus, but, and he's going to say, I didn't know you, you didn't have time for me, you didn't agree with me, you dropped me like a hot potato when something better came along. Wow. Think of how he feels. How would you feel if Jesus did that to you? Well, I decided I love this person more than you. And so I'm going to choose this person over you. What if you were going to get married and everything was all set and, and, and this has happened and you're standing at the altar and she never shows up. Or she comes and says, I changed my mind. I don't love you. How does that person feel? So in love with you. That man I saw crying. He, he was so in love with her. You could see the love just pouring out of his eyes. He was crying. He couldn't keep it together. He was breathing, waiting for her to come. He was so excited. What if she wouldn't have came? What if she would have turned around and left? He'd have been heartbroken. Jesus is heartbroken. That you're not getting ready. 
that you would choose him at the last minute, that you're not showing up for rehearsal, and even that, even on the wedding day, on your on your wedding day, that you would change your mind. Say, Jesus, I love this more. I don't want to leave this. I'm thinking I'll be okay. I was ministering to a couple of girls um, two summers ago, I guess. And I told them, I said, did you know the earth is going to burn? No, didn't know that. You got to make a choice. You need to choose Jesus because there, there isn't going to be any place to live. And they laughed at me. And they said, well, I guess we'll just get under the water. Ha, ha, ha. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Being ignorant is not cool. Being ignorant will cause you to miss eternal life. Rejecting Jesus now is a for sure thing that on that day he's going to reject you. If you don't take the time to get to know him, if you won't do his will, if you're too busy, if you don't agree with him, if you don't have time to come to rehearsal, then he's going to say, I didn't know you. It saddens him, but you had all this time. He was here over 2,000 years ago. You have all this time to get ready. And he said that everyone will hear the gospel before he returns. Everyone. He's going to make sure you know. And if if you're ignoring him, then it's on you, not him. So, Jesus, thank you that you're here. We thank you that you are so amazing. That you're warning us over and over again. You said, just as in the day of Noah, we're going to just continue life as usual, as if nothing's happening. You're telling us things to come. You're warning us, and we appreciate that. Help the people to see clearly as they sit here right now. We love you. Thank you for showing us through. Jesus, you said you're knocking at the door of our heart, and if we would heed your voice, you would come and live on the inside of us, and we're we're just beckoning you right now to do that. Come and live on the inside of us. We commit to heed your voice. If that's your heart, if you if you want him to come and live on the inside of you, if you want him to take your breath away, if you want to get to know him, then I hope you said that prayer with me. And if you didn't, you can do it anytime. All you have to do is heed his voice. By heeding his voice, you're saying, Yes, I will marry you. Yes, I'm going to get to know you. Yes. Yes, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. You are my King. You are my Lord. 
Thanks so much for listening today. And you know what? If you did say that prayer, I'd love it so much if you'd let me know. I would love it so much if you would let me know. I'd love to rejoice with you. And, and if you said that prayer for the first time, get up every day. Hear the word. Get on your knees, worship him, talk to him. Ask him to help you get ready for the wedding. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today.